Hey, J. Mark Accento here, broadcasting to you from the end of the world. Here to say happy holidays. This time of year is a time to show what we are most grateful for, and we at TFU are most grateful for our loved ones, our families, our friends, and of course for all of you. Your support has been absolutely immense. Those of you who have been tweeting about the show, uh, Instagramming about it, Facebooking about it, I hope you've enjoyed and appreciated having your name as NPCs on the show. Uh, for those of you who have just been telling your friends about it, it all helps so very much. And we want to give back as much as possible and want to have you involved in the process as much as possible. So don't forget to tweet about the show and Facebook about it and Instagram it and tag us at TFUCast and use the hashtag UnpluggedRising for a chance to get your name as a character on the show. And also, if you want to send us a direct message, email us at TFUCast at gmail.com. Let us know what you think about the show. Email us magic item recommendations for Mitch to implement into the show. Anything and everything you can do to really help us out uh, would be incredible. This is just... A little experimental passion project that, from my understanding, no one has ever done an actual play podcast like this before. And so your support's immense, and I'm grateful, and I know the rest of the cast is grateful. Um, that's really it from me. I will hit you back after the show, but thank you again, and uh, yeah, I hope you enjoy it. Happy holidays, everyone. Previously on Tabletop for the End of the World. If you're so inclined kill this person and drop off their body or bodies and whatever they use to damage peacup 137 and if you discover the location of their chief they'd actually like to meet you hail and well met fair chief uh hi i'm twilight i will melt your face with my acid i finally found you why would you think i would stop at eating goblin. No, Jake! Jake! No! You've proven yourselves resourceful. I may have a job for you. Do you think you could find out more information about that rebellious faction? The unplugged are rising and we are coming for you. again with your daily wisdom. Well, we had ourselves quite an exciting few days here at the station. Between a pathetic attempt to destroy one of our peacup drones and your many wonderful contributions to the cause, why, I feel like we are growing closer as a community. Which is why I would like to introduce a new community event for all our lovely Sumers. In three months' time, we will be hosting a special event that our ancestors once called Burning Men. This wonderful event is set to bring us all together to celebrate the more natural things of our lives, like coming together praising our beloved overseers, 
and burning effigies made by the human bodies of encroachers. Of course, this event was traditionally held outside of true reality, and now, thanks to Potroblet Corporation's patented technology, we can continue that tradition by temporarily linking you all to drones! Yes, that is right. For the first time ever, we are giving you, our loyal and magnificent customers, the opportunity to engage with the outside world. All from the comfort of your own home. After this upcoming message from our sponsors, I will absolutely tell you how... Well, the dogs we used to have in TR had filter features on them. Let me tell you, they were nothing like the ones in the real world. That's fascinating. I never actually went to the zoo. It seemed a little pointless. Now, you said you weren't even there when the purge happened. Yeah, I had to... Hey, guys, I'm back. Thanks for waiting up. It's been a little hectic since moving shop. All good? No problem. So are we all ready to get started? I've got exciting plans for- Wait. Oh, Jay, what's up? Well, uh, Kevin, did you- Did you get a hold of them? Of- Oh! You mean the people talking about taking down the drone? No. But I did find out that someone managed to take out one of the PCUP drones by the collapse quarter. What? How? I don't know. It sounded like they were just using some guns, but they left a message for everyone to hear. Well, what was the message? I don't know. A lot of it was garbled in the drone crash. But there are people who can fight back. I don't know who, but it could mean, well, something. People who can fight back. I can finally get those sons of bitches back for what they did to- Hey, I- don't, not to be that guy, but um, I don't have my generators fully charged today. Uh, any chance we can hop in here and get started? How can you think about the game right now, when we have a chance to- There's nothing we can do right but now. But I could get my dogs, and we could- Manny, he's right. Let's just take a second and breathe, okay? We know something is being done, and Kevin is doing everything he can. Well, I'm trying anyway. Fine, but you better figure this out. I, I know. I'll try. So, are we good? Great. Let's get started. I bring you guys back to the world. So let's see. If we remember what happened last time, you guys fought Hezekiah. He was a big ol' bar, or he turned into a bear uh, when you thought he was dead. Uh, and uh, you saved uh, the remains of the Goblin Kingdom. Um... You have been asked by the Goblin King to uh, spend the night in the camp and celebrate the death of the Goblin's greatest foe. Hmm. Or at least, you know, greatest foe up to this point. Uh, so oh. you guys, yeah, you guys enter in on the village. It is assumedly nighttime, even though there's no like, like windows or very much around here. So it's just like what you assume is night. Uh, the village is decorated with small uh, small torches, additional torches, different from the ones they were using uh, just to generally light the camp. These seem to be made of, like, bird bones, and they seem to be hand-painted by the goblin children. Uh, you gather at the chief's tent, 
uh, on a large picnic table filled with small bowls uh, that are half filled with these gray mushrooms. Um, they're not like they're not like packed, but it seems like this is the food they have to offer. Uh, I would like to roll, I guess, perception to see if this is actually edible. Okay. Um, I think that would be survival. Survival. Survival okay. in nature. Roll, I will roll survival. Yeah. I have that. Do I do that? You may if you choose to. I got a nine. Alright, uh, you're not sure. You don't know enough about mushrooms. You know that these look a little slimy, but you don't know if that's how it's supposed to be. Which one do I roll for survival? Uh, it's the one <laughs> labeled survival. I think you actually have uh, proficiency No, which of these uh, dice things. No, d20s. D20s across the board. D20 plus three. Mm-hmm. 19 plus three equals 22. Oh, oh my god. So yeah, uh, okay, I, you know that these are cave mushrooms, uh, you know that, uh, they can grow on most kinds of stone, uh, they don't grow very plentifully, uh, the slime is normal, um, even though probably a little unappetizing, uh, and these look like they, uh, have been ripened and stored for a while, so you get the sense that these are the, this is the goblins, like, emergency supply, but it's a Aww. party and they want to thank you. Oh, the slime does help to make them go down quicker. Oh, did you start? <laughs> wait, did you start eating it? <laughs> Do not worry, cursed bard. Uh, in my travels, I've seen similar things. It's not the best food, but it's technically food. And uh, Twilight looks at um, Torin and, and like pokes at it and go and shrugs and downs it. You poke it like bloom, bloom. <laughs> um, it's jiggly. Yeah, so you guys eat, um, and you get the sense that this doesn't taste good, uh, and it doesn't feel good. It doesn't have a good mouth feel, as they say. Um, but you you do feel full. Uh, you you I mean, after eating enough of them, not it's not like a like you ate one and then it's like oh this is great. No, it's like you you eat a handful of slimy mushrooms. And you're not happy, but you're not, uh, you don't have tummy rumblies anymore. Um, and, well, I mean, whenever uh, and... I have tumbly rumblies, only hands would satisfy those. <laughs> <laughs> only hands would satisfy. Uh, oh, uh, guess who's, guess who's here with you? Uh, um, May. Hezekiah's back, oh no! God, no. <laughs> uh, <laughs> May is here with you. She is, uh, she is eating with you. Um... And uh, she uh, tells you guys, uh, well, you guys did a good job. Uh, I think I'm going to stay with the goblins for a bit. I don't know too much about farming, but I might know more than they do. And these mushrooms are, they're, they're all right. So I guess I could hang around here a while. Tis better than working for a murderous fallen druid. Yes, we, we didn't much like Hezekiah. We just kind of had to hang around him because he seemed to keep providing meat for us. I mean, we we kind of knew it was Goblin the whole time, but we didn't know what alternative we had. And we didn't know when he was going to turn on us and start eating us. So we just kept him happy and went along with it. And and then you guys came along and, and you saved me. Uh, question. 
Sure. Have you? You don't have, have to raise your hand. I'm, we're just talking. I'm, I'm sorry. I just uh, and I, I <laughs> lean into May like close to in confidence because I feel like this is something I shouldn't say out loud. So like, are, are you trying to keep someone from hearing this? Uh, yeah, like, our party can hear it, but I don't want the other goblins to hear, since I don't know who can understand common and who cannot. Um, as far as you know, only the chief can speak common. And, and Jake. Yeah. No, you remember you had, uh, you had Comprehend Languages on when you were talking. Yeah. Well, no, 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 like, understand common, because Jake can understand common. Oh, yeah, no, it seems like, uh, all of them can understand common. Yeah, so I'm leaning in to talk to May, and I go... Um, so you haven't run into any, uh, family members of your food, have you? I, I don't know. It's not something they've been bringing up. They just seem, they seem to think I'm with you guys right now. Okay. And I, I think I'm just gonna let them believe that. Yeah. I think that's fair. That makes sense. Yeah, let's, let's leave it at that. And then, and then I, I, I look at May, and like, um, I, I'm gonna cast. <laughs> this is just me messing with her. This is no roll. Uh, I'm gonna cast Thaumaturgy, uh, which is a spell. I, I was looking through the book you gave us. It allows me to do certain effects, kind of like press the digitation. One of which is I can change the color of my eyes. Um, right. I'm gonna change my golden eyes to look, uh to have pupils in them that grow really big um like they're excited and i'm gonna go but the meat was delicious <laughs> <laughs> so so you give yourself you give yourself anime eyes yeah just just to just to mess with may's head <laughs> yeah and then, I, and then i stop and go i'm just kidding no it's, it's fine i was just it was just a joke <laughs> may is now frightened and she loses a turn in combat <laughs> <laughs> Because the weight of her guilt has crushed her. You've done it, Jay. Good work. Hooray! So yeah, that's what May's been up to. Uh, after a while, the goblin uh, chief, uh, King Bossy, he claps his hands together at the, the foot of this... Uh, you're on like a big picnic table, one that's like... Clearly all of the picnic tables in the camp have sort of been like pushed together, like brought here and pushed end to end. Um, and the king is at the end. And then you three are, like, on the other end, but there's not really enough goblins here so that it's difficult to hear him. Uh, the, the Goblin King claps his hands, and he starts speaking, um, and he says, <laughs> And May's like, I got this. And she, uh, she plays her, her sad harmonica a little bit, and she plays the same song three times, and you all get comprehend languages. Oh, nice. I was gonna uh, ask... The, Say what? I said I was going to ask if that was still active or if we had gone past the hour. It, it's been way past the hour. Uh, you're like a whole day's worth of adventure later from mm -hmm. our last point. Okay. Um, the Goblin King seems to be telling the story of, uh, of the Goblin Kingdom. He seems to be doing it for your benefit, but he had to do it in Goblish because, you know, there's so many goblins here, it wouldn't really be fair. He says, This ever-expanding castle was the homeland of goblins great and small for uncounted generations. Partially because we don't believe in counting, and partially because there were a lot of us for a very long time. Everything was great until the sky caught fire 
and you hear all the goblins go like, ooh, like they've they've heard this before and they know when their cues are. <laughs> like, especially like the goblin children who are like, uh, the Goblin King continues. A powerful devil fell like a meteor into our lives. Wizards from a distant plane had banished him to our world, trying to be rid of him, but apparently unable to kill him. What they did not know, what they could not have known, is that we have our own version of time here. It is different. The sky was on fire for months. And, and I wait, I and I, I intercede really quick and I go, Do you have your own sense of time because you don't believe in counting? All of the goblins look at you like who's who's this guy? Like who's who's interrupting the story right now? God. Like they all look at you just a little bit and like squint at you. And then they all look back at the king. And I, I, I just, like, I, I was, like, really proud of myself because I thought I was a good listener. And then I kind of, like, bow my head a little bit embarrassed. <laughs> Is there, like, some music playing in the background, too? Like, like some sort of half-broken lute thing? Um, uh, May was listening instead of playing her harmonica. Okay. But, uh, yeah, I guess the, uh, maybe there's a goblin who's, like, like banging his hands on the, on the, the table, like, giving a little drum beat. So, like, the best they can do is just kind of hand-boning it. All right. The sky was on fire for months, and during that time, the devil recovered his strength, called upon his followers from the hells, and conquered our humble plane. Above us, we watched as the faces of the three wizards responsible shifted slowly through their time. As long as the sky was ablaze, their banishment portal lay open. After months of bloodshed and slavery, the devil had finally prepared a trap that spanned our entire reality. He reached out with his magic and the strength of his forces and pulled the wizards in just as they had done only seconds before. They were exhausted, outmatched, and outplanned. The devil captured them easily. And now, somehow, he uses their magics to turn our royal lands into a hellish prison. That is how we find ourselves in this castle of illusion. And all the goblins bow their heads and start snapping. Aww. The uh, The king bossy... He uh, he gets up and he just starts. He like jumps onto the table, and he walks over to you guys and just kind of like moves bowls aside. And all the goblins are like, "Man," but they they move anyway. And he's like, "I tell you this story because you seem to be men of strength, honor, and integrity." And I'm hoping <laughs> that by what? N nothing. Oh, okay. I'm hoping that by telling you these things. Maybe one day we can put our hopes in you to change and get our place back. Because this kind of sucks right now. Do you know do what you I'm know saying? no way for us to find our way forward? I do not. I'm sorry. 
We live here. And we weren't leaving here because there was a goblin-murdering bear man. And we were kind of all really afraid. We had like, like ten people who could put up a decent fight. So what kept you from leaving the area of the bear man? Fleeing. Being murdered by a bear man. It seemed like our only defense was to was to cower, and every time we're attacked, hope he only takes like one or two of us. Well, it, it, it's a valid um, response. Uh, not not quite as effective as uh... any action at all. We did what we could. What you could wasn't good enough. That's why you needed us. Yes, exactly, and that is why we bring you our feast. And he, he hands you, like, a little bowl of slimy mushrooms. Dig in. Thank you. Love you. The, uh, the goblin children sort of, uh, they get up, and they, uh, they start bringing you, like, little, little bird bones they've painted, and they start leaving them, like, on the table around you guys. Um, I get, I give myself the anime eyes again, and, uh, this time I look at Vert, and I go... Delicious. I'm just having a jolly old time. <laughs> oh, I think these are the wrong kind of mushrooms for that, but um <laughs> <laughs> I just look at the bowl of mushrooms, look at Twilight, and then dump my bowl of mushrooms into his and keep looking forward. <laughs> You're so giving. You're so kind with your mushrooms. Uh so that's the uh that's the party. Uh, you know, things start winding down after a while. You play with the goblins. Uh, between May and Twilight, you guys can provide a little music, a little bit of uh, goblin dancing, which looks a lot like a violent mosh pit. Like, no matter how you swing it, that's just this is just their culture, guys. Do the kids dance in the violent mosh pit also, or do they have to oh, be yeah. at the right age? Well, what, no, no. What they do is uh, everyone get everyone stands up and stomps on the ground a lot, and then just, just start swinging their arms. Just like full extensions, swinging their arms, like spinning in circles. And a lot of times they hit each other. And that's just, that just seems to be how they dance. Like no one's getting angry about it. They're just kind of smashing each other in the face. So uh, Twilight gets super excited by this notion and like is playing the loot and getting close enough to the mosh pit to not to get caught in it. And just is like shoving people into the circle. Because I think this is great. Can you make a dexterity saving throw for me? Yes, I can. Okay. But first, do you have the ability to throw? Yes. Cool. I, uh, I got a 15 uh, plus 2, 17. Okay, yeah. You are able to avoid uh, tiny goblin fists that <laughs> have that veer close to you. Uh, and you take zero damage. Can I, can I push Vert into the circle? Because I think it'd be hilarious. <laughs> oh my! You're about the same height. And I, I, I feel like, like your you knees are in danger, but my loose. face is gonna get flacked. Uh, <laughs> if if you want to, then make an attack roll. If you're serious about this, oh, I'm very serious about this. I think Vert needs to let loose. We haven't like he he's always been studious and watching, and I think Vert has a wild side to him. <laughs> oh boy! Oh, that is a twenty-one. <laughs> That's going to beat Vert's AC. All right, Vert, he pushes you into the mosh pit. All Can right. you make a dexterity saving throw, please? <laughs> that is a 14. 
14. Uh, yeah, no, you're gonna be okay. You are, uh, you're quite nimble, uh, compared to the goblin children. Uh, Torn has and... one look at what happened, has one chuckle, and then lightly tries to Spartan kick Twilight into the mosh pit as well. <laughs> Ooh, alright, make an attack roll. Well, in this 20, is there any modifiers? Uh, yeah, your unarmed attack roll, so I think it's just plus your strength. Is it? I thought it was plus my strength bonus, is plus three. <laughs> That'll do. Twenty plus three, twenty-three. You perfected? <laughs> oh no! Yeah. Okay. I'll roll my um, dexterity. Yeah. Well, hold on. Um, Maybe you should your... roll for your bones. Yeah. Hold <laughs> on. Roll your roll your strength for me, Torin. Or, or I'm sorry. What is your strength mod again? Three. Yeah. Okay. We'll just say uh, uh, he kicks you really hard, Twilight. How uh, much should... damage? Do Not I enough take? to damage, but enough to just. Basically, he's going into that mosh pit, whether he wants to or not. Non-lethally, but you rolled a yes. you rolled a nat twenty. I got to do something. Yeah. So you're gonna take three damage, Twilight. <laughs> just take okay. just three. T- like he kicked you in the back, and it like like hurt your spine. Like you lo- you got like whiplash. You're like, huh! or no, not and- like whiplash. Just like he went flying and landed face down into the mosh pit. Oh dear. Okay, so here. Here's here's how I want to roleplay this. I went flying and landed face down to the mosh pit, but because uh, goblins are small, I'm still, even though I'm, like, on the ground, I'm still able to hold my loot high enough above their heads that it doesn't get damaged. So you just see a hand with a loot in the air and a bunch of, like, spinning tiny goblins. Make a dexterity saving throw with disadvantage. Okay. Disadvantage means I roll twice and take the lower number? Yes. That's the one. Okay. Uh, that is a six. Oh, okay. Roll again. Uh, hold on. Hold, no. <laughs> hold on. I get to do a thing. <laughs> oh, no. Alright, you take six more damage. Jesus Christ! As goblin children smash on your face because they don't see you. <laughs> Torrin's just there, standing on the outside, arms crossed, laughing, thinking it's all just in fun games. Can you can you roleplay this this laugh as Torrin for me? I really want to hear what Torrin's laugh sounds like. <laughs> we have good times. <laughs> Guys, I went from 16 to 7 hit points within the first 15 minutes of today's game. Of none can you, uh, can you give me one more can you give me one more roll, Jmark? Can you give me a performance check? Oh god. Okay. That I can actually do. Um Okay, so that is a That is a 15. Okay, you did not stop playing your loot during all of that. Yes! Okay. I am the best bard. <laughs> I just had That's the a- idea of seeing Vert get shoved, and it's like, hey, I can do that too. <laughs> as as you shove to. me in, Twilight, like, lands, and I'm still playing, and you just hear me yell, Rule five, bitches! And I'm still playing, even though I'm in a lot of pain. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, uh, hey, Vert, are you going to dance in the mosh pit? Uh, yes, I'm going to dance a little bit towards, <laughs> try to get towards uh, one of the, the edges there and then do a uh, like a front flip to get out of the pit. So a less dancing, flip. more okay. creatively escaping. Yes. Okay, well, let's do let's do two rolls here. Yes. Do you, give me uh, give me an unarmed attack roll for your dancing. <laughs> oh, dear. D20 plus strength. Okay. Uh, that is a five. 
Oh, okay. Oh so you don't manage to dance uh, the goblin dance very well. Mm-hmm. You don't hit any children. Um, how, how dare you not hit any children? <laughs> yeah, you didn't hit any children, dude. Jesus. Um, and then, uh, yeah, let's do an That'd be acrobatics. acrobatics. Yeah. yeah. To get you out of here. He's our wizard, right? Not the rogue. Uh, correct. <laughs> correct. That is a 12. <laughs> okay, uh, you you don't do a front flip, but you do kind of like dodge roll on the ground. Okay. And it gets you out of the mosh pit, and you're going to be okay. <laughs> I more imagine instead of a flip, he just does like how the kids try to do a roll, but mm-hmm. it still works. All it right, just everyone. slowly rolls on his back, then gets up. Yeah, okay. So uh, the party starts winding down now. Uh, it's been like a few hours. Uh, roll your initiative for me. That's the 20, right? Yes. That's, yeah. Does that get modifiers? <laughs> yes, it, you have an initiative stat. Should be top middle of your sheet. That's uh, a 14 for Vert. Ah, right. crap, right. Negative one. <laughs> oh, that's right. Torin is a slow lizard. I got a 20, not natural. Okay, How am so I the I guess, laziest paladin? Uh, I was just using that to figure out who goes Four first with this. Four minus one, so three. Yeah, okay, <laughs> so it's going to go Twilight, Vert, Torin for this. And uh, what's, ha- um, what's happening? Are we fighting? What's happening is uh, as you as the no, you're not fighting. I was just using that as a clever way to pick a turn order here. What I have is a uh, some scenes for each of you to do because you guys are gonna level up. All right. You yeah. ate some food. You got some rest. You guys are gonna level up. Got a little high. Cool. Got a little low. I mean, I immediately undid the rest for Twilight, but yeah, we rested. <laughs> yeah. Right now, right now, you're all like you're damaged because it was a baller party, and like, of course. Um, so, uh, Twilight, you are gonna, you're gonna sit down and, and take a break. You know, you're covered in sweat and, uh, and the footprints of goblin children. <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, you're just gonna be kind of, like, quietly playing your lute off to the side. The party's winding down, the children are going to bed. Uh, there are still some, like, goblin women, uh, up and around. Some of them are eyeing you, but that's mostly, like, hero worship, you know. Um, May sits down next to you. Um, and she says, uh, you know, you guys really helped me out and got me away from, uh, from a real bad situation. Yeah, um, I mean, honestly, we did, we, we were just trying to eat. I don't, I don't think we deserve that much credit. Uh, where's Froggy at? He's, he's been partying. I think he's drunk right now. I think, I think the mushrooms affect orcs differently. Oh dear. Okay. Um, but yeah, no, uh, we, look, I, I don't think I even have had a chance to breathe. I think this is our first time that we've had a chance to breathe since getting here, you know? Oh, absolutely. And you've been here for forever, right? Like, how long have you been here? About a year. About a year. Yeah, it's been, I don't even know if it's been a day for us. We we were, it's been a lot, but, uh, I'm glad you're okay, May. You you seem pretty cool. Aw. Uh, thanks, man. And you, you seem pretty cool too. And that's why I wanted to, I wanted to thank you for, for helping me out. Uh, I am, I am a part of an organization of bards who believe in the power of telling stories. Do you, do you know where I'm coming from with this? Um, I, I think so. Uh, what, what are you getting at? The Bard College of Lore is a it's the organization of which I am a member. <laughs> Sorry, I guess I'm a little nervous. 
I wanted to thank you guys for, for saving me, and I might not be able to do something for the two of them. She mentions, she motions to Vert and Torin. Um, but I can, I think I can do something for you, bard to bard. Okay. Um, I would like to make you a member of the College of Lore. And there, you want me to join your knee art school? Yes. We don't really talk about it like that. We're we're proud to be part of the College of Lore. Uh, and like I I I cross my arms and I like I tilt my head to the right and I tilt my head to the left. I'm really thinking about it and I go, "Ooh, do I get a read? A a read? Do I get to read? I I are there books? I love reading. Yes, we are. We in the College of Lore believe that we are the the historians. It's up to us to make sure that the stories of the world are told. It's why it's it's our sacred duty to memorize all of the lore, the songs, the stories, and, and be sure to tell it to others so that their stories can live on and everyone can get just a little piece of immortality. Okay. Uh, what what do I have to do? Do I have to sign my name in blood, or... Whoa! Uh, is there... What? I don't, I don't know. Is there an initiation, sir? Look, listen, you know... Life was pretty rough growing up, okay? I you got to do what you got to do to survive. Uh but what 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 do I have to do to join the College of Lore? Do I have to write just, a book? I don't really want to write a book. Uh just, I guess I could write a book. Um I could write a really interesting one about uh Just just uh, sing me a song about about you. Tell your story to the college and become a part of it. And um, then it'll be from then on it'll be your duty to tell other people's stories to learn them and make sure they live on okay uh, right right now yeah go ahead it, oh. it doesn't have to, it doesn't have to be good okay um it just it just represents you okay uh okay i i do uh, okay um uh my name is Twilight. It's the name that I chose. And as we're role-playing this, Twilight is going to slowly pick up confidence and go more into like an actual singing voice. So he pulls out his lute, he starts strumming, and he goes, um, I once was alone, and then things got better um okay uh um i once was hanging out going through the world on travels but then i met dawn and we went and won some battles i do not know where she went and i traveled for my friend you start getting a little harmonica background coming in Okay, and I, I continue strumming my lute. But I know that if I move on, I know that I can't do wrong. And so I'm here today. Okay, um, that wasn't great. I could write a better one. Um, oh, no, it was perfect. It was from the heart. Okay, um, I'm more I... of like a storytelling rather than a sing-songy but I hope that was all right. I will remember your story. 
And from here on out, you're a member of the College of Lore. And she holds out her hand for you to shake. Okay, and I shake her hand. And from now on, it's your job to remember other people's stories. So you have, uh, you now leveled up. You've reached level three, and at level three, you, uh, you join a bard's college, and you join the College of Lore. Awesome. And, uh, yeah, I, I've learned some cool stuff that I can play with with that. Mm-hmm, yeah. Um, so I would like to spend uh, the rest of my time, uh, I guess, uh, kind of hanging out with May, learning about the College of Lore, uh, and I think that would be kind of my role-playing way to figure out, like, what other stuff I can do um, from joining the College of Lore. So maybe the rest of this time is spent with, like, May and I in long discussion while she's teaching me, like, different stuff. Perfect. Uh, and while you're doing that, we are going to... And that's why I no longer have to tidy up after a proper cleansing. Well, now wasn't that fun? It's not often we get to give commercials in the form of stand-up comedy, but the Potriblatt Cleaning Company assures us that while their job is messy, it doesn't come without its share of bloody good fun. Oh, <laughs> oh, why I've done it and said another pun. Why, it would seem the PCC commercial has rubbed off on me. I mean, did you hear about the encroacher's career path after being brutally decapitated? He couldn't get ahead in life. <laughs> How are you enjoying the party so far? Well, uh, see, Vert would probably not have finished all of the mushrooms. Um, yeah. Yeah, sure. Uh, well, I've been there. So <laughs> the goblins, have they um, got like water or, or some sort of like drink or, or something? Um, as you, uh, yeah, you look around for... Uh, something to drink. Uh, you see, uh, like it's a like a bucket with like a hole, and that hole's got like a little bit of a spout coming off of it. It's over by these these vases of um, old looking plants. Hmm. Um, and as you look at the plants, you realize they're not old. They're just like very poorly kept. Okay. Like, uh, uh. So that it's like four or five like large vases, like large enough that you could probably fit inside of them if they were empty, but they're full of dirt, and they've got like little like brown stalks of the attempts at planting growing out of them, and there's like this the bucket of water next to it. Okay. Um. Well, I'm gonna try and have a quick little thirst quencher. Um. Does the okay. water smell bad first? No, it doesn't smell bad. Oh. It smells okay. okay. It smells drinkable. Mm -hmm. Try a little bit of that. Yeah, no, you drink some water. Uh, you lift the bucket up and put the spout to your mouth, and you uh, you drink out of it. And uh, as you're doing that, you hear a, a chuckle uh, from behind you, mm. and it is uh, it's King Bossy. Well, <laughs> uh, I see. Well. I guess it can't all be for the plants. Not that there's much point. 
and he, he brushes a hand over like a brown leaf. I see you found our little secret here. We've been trying to farm so that we wouldn't have to survive off birds and slimy mushrooms. Well, I mean, that's that's a, a laudable thing. Um, these plants, uh, how have you been tending to them? Well, we know you're supposed to water them every couple of weeks. And we we filled the, the vases with dirt. Uh, there's not a lot of dirt in this castle, but we were able to pick a lot off of our own bodies. Hmm. And uh, then we, uh, and then I think we're supposed to just wait. Well, um, why not try taking some of the bones and uh, crushing them up and sticking them in there? That, why? Well, it, it'll help the 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 plants. I... Oh, <laughs> well, you see, I'm not a very wise king. I'm a. I wasn't supposed to be king, you see. There was a lot of things that happened that made me the oldest remaining goblin. I just kind of became king. Hmm. Uh, so I'm not very good with these kinds of things. Well, you know, yeah, you, you haven't had the uh, the opportunities to learn about these types of things. I've run across a lot of different types of books and and places. Um, are there any places around here, incidentally, that have uh, books or or tablets or any kind of knowledge written down? Um. A, a book, you say? Mm, kind of like this. And he taps the book that's on his um, belt. He uh, he looks at it. Uh, he 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 motions to see if he can hold it. Yeah, Bert uh, hands it over. Yeah, and he uh, he opens it up, um, and you notice he's holding it upside down. Uh, and he's he's nodding like hmm, mm-hmm, mm, yes, hmm. He closes the book and he hands it back to you. Mm-hmm. Back on the belt. He says, yeah, he says, um, I don't know what that was. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen anything kind of like it, though? Never in my life. Fair enough. <laughs> Although I have seen the many signs and symbols etched onto the papers of your book. Um, although I thought it was weird that they were upside down. Usually it, this is drawn like this and he like, like scratches like something onto the floor with his cane. And it's, it's sure enough, it's one of the the symbols in your wizard book, mm-hmm. but, or your sorcerer's book, but upside down. Um, you see, I was a pretty good spellcaster back in my heyday. Is that a fact? Oh, sure. Mm. That's why I thought I'd be the one who could tend these plants. But it was not to be. Mm. And my magic's more for healing the body, and, and I can shoot this cool fire thing. I, you, see, fire's fun. Fire's so fun. You see, I have no idea what to call my magic. I've heard stories about wizards and warlocks and what have you, but I don't know what I really qualify as. Hmm. Magic has just always been my ally. Let me tell you something about magic. And he's like, he clearly like sits down like he's going to launch into a long story. 
If you trust it, it'll be your friend. If you trust magic, it'll do whatever you need. If you let it. And you, uh, do you sit down and listen to the rest of his his long story? Hmm. I'm gonna take that as a yes. Yeah. Oh no, um, I do. I'm, I'm t- I... Yeah. Yeah. So like you're, you maybe you're even like taking notes. What he's describing to you uh, over the course of uh, the next couple hours is uh, ways in which he's been able to manipulate uh, his individual spells. He only seems to know like two or three actual magic spells, mm-hmm. which is leagues above the other goblins. But he tells you about times when he's done all kinds of unusual things with it, where he's let the magic sort of run wild and do its own thing, and it's helped him do amazing things he didn't think he was capable of, uh, where his, his fireball spell has has curved around people, or been larger when he needs it to, smaller and more precise when he needs it to, how his healing has been more or less effective as, as, as need has demanded. Uh, and he he's... What you realize he's teaching you about is that magic has this own sort of living element to it. And um, you... At the end of this story, you level up, uh, and you've now learned meta magic, hmm. which is yeah, it's what you get as a sorcerer at third level, and it's the ability to manipulate the magics around you and the magics you're casting uh, to accomplish specific tasks. Um, and there's like six or seven things you can do with with meta magic mm-hmm. that uh, change the way your spells work. Um, and yeah, you've leveled up now. You're level three. Excellent. Um, and so we're going to go to, uh, Torin now. Uh, Torin, how are you enjoying the party? Uh, just looking on, looking around, keeping an eye out for any more hidden dangers. Ooh. Slightly right. judgmental sometimes. <laughs> judgmental of what? I don't know. I'm a paladin. Isn't that what we do? Possibly. Like, what? Like, you're seeing, like, the goblins, and you're like, you're too short. <laughs> no, just of how can they live in this darkness not knowing the light? That's an interesting point. Um, so you're, like, kind of just, like, standing there, like, keeping guard? Mm-hmm. Arms crossed. Uh, just looks like your normal bouncer. Mm-hmm. Um... So while you're while you're doing that, you notice someone has come up and, and kept guard next to you. And it is it is Jake the Goblin. He is uh he's got some bandages over his throat where Hezekiah took a chunk out of him. But he has decided to come stand next to you. Hello, tiny creature. I see you <laughs> still live. Um he's uh, he's still speaking goblish. Oh, is it past the hour of comprehend language? It, it, it's past the hour, but you could easily go, like, just ask someone to help you out. Just shout out across the room, Hey! Languages! <laughs> you, and you hear, like, in the distance, you're like, and you get that, that little, like, zap to your brain, and now you can understand what Jake's saying. He's like, I just wanted to say thank you. You, uh, you and your team really changed the lives of, of of everyone here, and given my children a future. All we did was help stop an evil druid, and I melted the head of an idiot rogue. 
<laughs> yes. Oh, you melted him. Good. Oh, that's hilarious. But um, I also wanted to say thank you for for saving me. I I hadn't meant to to jump into the fray like that. I was just trying to protect people. Well, protect goblins. I don't know what really came over me. Never question that. Trust your instincts. To protect those you care about, be willing to lay your life down and slaughter as many enemies as you can. Is it is it really protecting them to to slaughter others? Is is that is that what protecting is? To kill those who would kill you? I'd say so. Strox. Sorry. <laughs> Holy shit. That's so good. Jake uh Jake looks up at you, he's like, How do you how do you keep doing it? How how are you able to, to slaughter your enemies when you need to? I look into myself. My past is one of loss and tragedy. I traveled a great distance. I was almost at the edge of losing my own life. When my lord, and that's when Torn clutches his holy symbol, he appeared before me. And yes, I know that is unusual to some of these paladins here, but my lord, he appeared before me in form. He heard my story, and he gave me the strength to move on and to fight back. My enemies may have slaughtered my village, but I sure as hell can slaughter them right back now. And that's when I flex. And uh, as you flex, uh, a light emits out of your holy symbol. And you hear the voice of Hercules. And he says, uh, Hey man, uh, yeah, uh, oath received. Uh, totally. Uh, and then the, the light fades out. And uh, Jake says, What was that? That was my master giving me my true calling. The, you mean the power to slaughter your enemies? Yes. I have now taken my oath. No matter where evil may find itself, when s vile forces would strike down the innocent, when those who have committed a grievous sin, I will be there. Purity is not nearly as important as delivering true justice. I think I would like to be able to do that, to slaughter the enemies of the goblins. And I kneel down to look him in the eyes? You can too. Work on it. Grow stronger, learn combat, and believe in the strength of Hercules, and he may believe in the strength of you. He says, uh, I, he kneels down, uh, he, he reaches up to touch your holy symbol, and he says, I believe in the strength of Hercules. And, uh, you actually notice, uh, like, between the static you get from, like, uh, his goblish coming out, and the, uh, the, uh, comprehend languages... Uh, filling in the gaps for you. He actually said Hercules in common. Uh, and he, he touches your holy symbol. And as he does, it lights up again. And uh, there's a little flash of light, much like the one uh, one similar to what you saw uh, the day you first became a paladin. Uh, and uh, Jake, Jake uh, then you both stand up at the same time. And he says, I think I'm ready. I believe I, you are. I'm, I feel driven to go make some armor. You will I'll, need I'll it. I'll be back. Yes. 
and uh, he's very he's kind of like out of it. He looks exhausted, uh, and you see him walk uh, walk away uh, back to the that that tent, uh, the tent at the edge of the camp where the cage was being repaired. And that's it. You have leveled up. You have reached level three. Uh, you have taken an oath of vengeance. Uh, which, as a paladin, affords you some unique paladin abilities. Where would I write that down in? I will go over all of your character sheets. For now, what you need to know is that you are level 3. And that reminds me, all of you um, gain some maximum HP. Oh. <clears throat> How does that work? Uh, if you look in the handbook, you all get a number of HP equal to your hit die, uh, plus your constitution modifier. So, let's see. Torin, I've got yours up first. You're going to roll a d10 and add uh, your constitution modifier. Uh, or if you don't want to roll, Torin, if you don't want to risk it, you can just take a 6 plus your constitution uh, modifier. I rolled an uh, 8 on the d10. Well, there you go. And your constitution mod is one. a 1. So, yeah, that plus 1. So that adds nine plus the current maximum of nineteen. Mm-hmm. So twenty-eight. Uh, let's find. But I'm Bard. guessing my I current believe... hit points still stay at nineteen because we haven't healed up to that point. <laughs> um, don't worry about it right now. Uh, you can just go to full. I was just being. I was just doing a silly thing. Okay. Mine I was being a, a little silly, Willie. Mine is a one d eight plus Constitution, which is a zero, and I uh, rolled... so yeah, that plus your Constitution mod. Yep, and I rolled an eight. Okay then. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I know. I got really lucky. I was like, okay. Good for you. Good for you. Uh, and then thanks, I Dad. You... Aw, <laughs> buddy. Uh, and then for Vert, that's uh, a d six. Um, d six plus Constitution. Mm-hmm. And that was a four plus one, so an extra five. Cool. All right, so you've all uh, leveled up now. You all get specific abilities for this. Um, I believe all of you learn a few new spells, uh, especially Torin, who's going to get his his uh, Oath of Vengeance spells. And I will give you guys whole spell sheets uh, later when I feel fancy. Uh, so uh, the party has has finally begun to wind down, uh, and uh, no, you guys seem to be uh, getting ready to go to bed here. Well, while everyone's getting ready to go to bed, Twilight's just in the corner going. And just like having his own mini loot rave, like with May. You're playing. You're playing Deruda Sandstorm on a lute and a harmonica? Hell yeah. Okay, May May passes out from not being able to breathe. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> uh, it, Vert is actually still over by the um, the plants. Um, is anybody looking or near Vert's location? No. Uh, everyone else is kind of retired. Uh, King Bossy's old. He went to bed first. Well, yeah, okay. Uh, you guys seem to be like the last ones awake in the goblin camp. Um, Vert's scribbling in his book. He looks up. He looks over at the plants. 
he looks over at, at where um may and uh twilight are, are doing their thing cocks his head to the side and then he just disappears if anybody's oh, watching I'm sorry that, he just disappears to do what uh no he, he like if anyone's watching him he just he's not there anymore Oh, did you cast invisibility? I, I did indeed, but that's not what anyone see. I mean, they just they see him disappear. I see. I see. Yeah. Okay, you are invisible. What do yes. you do with that? And then he says, "Huh. Well, that's interesting." <laughs> I like that. Okay, so yeah, you are you are incidentally invisible. Mm-hmm. I guess that you were what experimenting with your meta magic. Uh, yes, and that's. Uh... He was messing around with it. He kind of let the magic take over and then popped out. Okay, tight. Yeah. No, that's that's actually really cool. Um, so yeah, you are you are invisible for right now. Um, I believe invisibility lasts for one hour. I'm not sure how it affects. I got to look at the meta magic table to know if it's any different. Um, but yeah, you are invisible. Mm. Um, uh, so that so Darude Sandstorm and invisibility and uh, Torn, are you still standing guard? Uh, I have my shield equipped on my arm. I am just have my hand on my sword, close my eyelids for a second, and then open them, and you can just see more resolve and undertones of just anger and ready- right. and willingness to slay. All right. Um, make a... Um, let's make a constitution check. You're at just your D twenty plus Constitution mod, because right at the moment when you open your eyes, Debilica's in your face. Seventeen plus one, so eighteen. Yeah, she you, she's suddenly in your face when you open your eyes, and you uh, you don't flinch at all. And she uh, she motions like she puts a finger to her lips, and she motions you to follow her. I begrudgingly follow her, but have one hand. But I just keep my sword and shield at the ready. Cool. Uh, yeah, she leads you into the tent where uh, where Twilight is uh, playing Darude Sandstorm uh, <laughs> over a passed out May. And then uh, she uh, like she comes into the tent and is like, "Whew, okay." Um, where is Vert? Where is Vert? Where did Vert go? So she, yeah, she sees Torin and she's just like, just wait here. I'll be right back. And she she phases through the tent. Like she just smashes into the tent wall and it just whoop, 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 she goes right through. She steps um, She She dub steps through the wall, yes. <laughs> Twilight hears uh, the, the, the wub sound and goes, that gives me an idea. <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> and, then, and then Twilight invents dubstep. <laughs> um, and that's canon now. Um, yeah, she Debilic is like flying over the camp, and she flies right to you, Vert, even though you're invisible. Okay. And she says, she she motions for you to follow her. She's like, come here, come here, come here. Why? I'll tell you when we get to the tent. <sighs> You know I don't like you. I get that a lot. Come here. <laughs> he plops down and sort of begrudgingly follows her. 
Okay, so she leads you all into the tent, uh, and she uh, she gathers you all around to like look at her, so that you're all looking at her, and she steeples her fingers, and she says, Okay, this is awkward for me. I kind of expected you guys to be dead by now. Don't be offended by that. Oh, wait. And Vert pops back into view. Ah! Twilight shows like, holy, oh god, what the, who the, how the, okay. Torn just nods and does a, like, kind of wave. <laughs> like, yeah, you were surprised, but you're not going to let anyone see it. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> so that's now. And uh, um, Twilight starts poking Vert to make sure he's not a ghost. Uh, yeah, he is, he is in fact, uh, solid. He is not a ghost. Eyes him suspiciously. <laughs> Can you pay attention? Okay, I'm listening. (sighs) Okay. Composure, Debilica. Composure. Okay. Now, I see a lot of day one scrubs come through here. It's not my fault you popped into the outdated armor room instead of the actually every tile is a trap glyph room. Anyway, you guys are making me fall way behind on my inbox. So... I'm going to do something I shouldn't do and offer you a deal. Nothing sinister. I'm just going to talk. My job is prisoner management. And yes, it's mainly about keeping turnover high. But some bozo in acquisitions pulled an undead for whatever reason. Then you guys appeared. I was getting kind of frustrated, so I let him go for a bit. Figured as soon as you were all murdered by an army of living armors, I could get back to him. Then these shrivelly turds had to drop a cage through literal stone for you. Sorry. So she she looks around. She reaches out her hand, and she seems to put her hand over something that you guys can't see. And then she continues quietly. Look, this maze is pretty rough for mortals, but even devils can be dim sometimes. There are special keys for the dumb ones to help them navigate the illusions. Help me clean up this undead before he can cause any trouble that might end up on my record, and I'll show you where you can get one of the keys. I want to roll my insight to see if I can actually trust her. Go ahead, roll your insight. Seventeen plus... Ooh. Four. Twenty-one? Wow. Yeah, um, you're noticing, um, uh, there are some, there are some changes to her expression from how she's usually talked to you. Um, her, her face and her eyes look a little, a little more desperate, like a little more, uh, a little, a little watery, a little shiny. Like, um, like this is coming from a place of, of humility, and and there's a there's a little bit of reluctance to it. So you think that this might be coming from, uh, this might be true. Everything she's telling you, this might be coming from a real place. I I uh I look at Vert and Torn and go. I don't know why, but she's on the level. So this whole time you kill us, but we managed to survive, and now you need us. I know. I know it's like the worst case scenario, but it would help me out, and if you help me out, then I can help you out, you know? 
Guys. Give, give us the key first. I don't have one. I'm not one of the idiots. But I can show you where to get one. Well, um, here's how I'm seeing this. <clears throat> You're not real good at, uh, at at this part of your job, and and clearly you're going to have some problems with this other part of your job. What makes us that you what 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 is to prove to us that you can actually deliver on uh, on this promise here? Oh God, okay. You haven't come Tell through you. so far for anybody, essentially. Devils are known for their lies. Well, that too. I'll, I'll tell you what. I'll prove to you that while you guys are, are helping me out, the devils will... Some of the devils can lay off of you for a time. And what about Sorry. after? How do I we know you don't give us the key... And we have free reign of this castle, and then you just send the devils after us to kill us, and it doesn't matter. Because your suffering has to be self-inflicted. I can't send anyone after you. That's the rules. Hmm. So what do you think? You help me out, and I'll show you that while you're working for me, you get a little breathing room. Well, on the flip side, what's the down part here? I have one condition. <sighs> Fine. And I, I look at Davilica, like straight in the eyes. Oh, no. And I say, you have to actually let me be your best buddy. There it is. Torn just puts his fingers to his forehead and just shakes his head. You have to say it, and you have to mean it. I have to feel it. Hmm. Ooh. Pushing me, I see. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, okay. Uh, uh, what, what was your name again? Twilight. Okay, okay. Twilight? Yes, the Velika. You are my best friend. Yay! I'd hug you if you weren't ephemeral. And like, I go over and I like hug where her body would be, and I'm like, I leave enough of a gap so it's like a real hug. <laughs> she um, yeah, Vertentorn, you can see behind. She, she, she puts an ephemeral hand around him and gives him like a light, like tap on the back, and her, her fingers just sort of go like whoop 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 through him. <laughs> And you can also tell, like, from her face, like, she hated doing that. I'm on board. Well, at least okay, that's one okay, thing delivered. Get away. Get away. Get away, please. Thank you. Get away. I, I step back. It's like, that's right. Best buddies respect consent. <laughs> hmm. Okay. Well, now that we're all on the same page, the undead you need is called a white. It is a zombie, uh, and you see when a when a zombie needs to do more than uh, more than shambling or drooling, uh, a powerful enough entity can make sure the zombie keeps its intelligence from when it was alive. Uh, that's that's a white. 
Our problem is that the, the spirit of the thing is almost impossible to destroy, so after you kill the body, the damn thing just comes back! We're gonna change tactics. You're gonna be my ground team. You guys are gonna find the white and capture it. Then take it to the Devil Knight for incarceration. You can mess it up all you need to, and be careful, because it's crafty. Just don't kill it, because then you have to find it all over again. Okay? So you're telling us you want us to capture an undead alive. Yes. Well, you know, whatever passes for alive with them. But, yes, that, that is the long and short of it. Okay? Mm. Best buddies? <laughs> 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 like Twilight's giggling in the corner. He's so excited. Could be some interesting research uh, opportunities here. She uh, she puts her head in her hands and is just like, <sighs> so get started in the morning. Yeah, that sounds fair. Um, I need to rest from when uh, I got beat up by a bunch of goblin kids. Uh. It was a wild yeah, party. Hey, best. She, uh, she hears. She hears that and is like, "Oh God, you did almost get murdered just by goblin children." <laughs> hey, best buddy. Um, so I would like to get ready to go to bed. I'm gonna yell over at Debilica. Hey, best buddy, could you read me mm. a bedtime story? Don't have any books. All right, bye. Good night. Hey, wait, I've got one right she here. Slurps. She slurps <laughs> through the uh the ceiling of the tent. I love that everyone's trying to make her do this. <laughs> I just uh, want to do something or have a quick moment with uh, Twilight. Okay. Torn just walks up, puts one hand on your shoulder, and looks you in the eyes and says, I have seen something today that has made me rethink some of my unfortunate biases. Was it my sweet jams? And I start playing Sandstorm again. I smack your hand. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> If my lord Hercules can accept even a goblin, then I believe, even after all of our fights, you have shown no malice and no hints of betrayal. I don't fully trust you, but I am willing to fight alongside you further. How, how tall is Torn? Uh, six six. Six six. Okay, so I reach my hand up as far as I can and try to like reach up to his snout, uh, and I just go, boop, and that's it. <laughs> and just for what would be a touching moment you just hear <laughs> everyone's begrudging Fred <laughs> uh, so you guys get some sleep uh, you all go back up to full health to your new health totals awesome uh, and uh, in the morning Debilica rouses you um, it's still dark outside because you know there's no natural sunlight coming in here but everyone suspects it is currently morning all right, Debilica wakes you up. She's like, okay, best buddies, time <laughs> to go. Uh, she, uh, she offers to wake you all up. Uh, you know, she, she's, she can't, like, touch any of you, but she's, like, snapping in your faces. Um, and you guys all, you guys all wake up. You put on your packs. Um, and as you are heading out, you see that the whole village has, has woken up to see you off. You can't... you can't stay. We have further travels. 
and an unfortunate task for a vile devil. Well, we have nothing else to offer you. Except we could we could pull out our teeth and, and give you our teeth. Would you like our teeth? And Twilight goes, oh, hell yeah! Okay, King, uh, King Bossy pulls a tooth out. Just, like, no effort at Torn all. Torn just slightly Look. shoves. Twilight, no, no, no. But, oh. uh, souvenir! And he's, it would be rude to say no. Oh, okay. And I, wait, feet. wait, can I take his tooth and, like, fashion it into a necklace, like, real quick? Oh, of course. Awesome. So I do that. Is it, oh, good! Then he hands it over. He's like, good, because otherwise that would have looked really silly. <laughs> and, and uh, uh, so yeah, the, the whole village is, is out to see you guys off. Uh, you notice uh, Jake is in the crowd. Uh, he has fashioned a kind of heavy armor out of the iron bars of the cage. Uh, he's kind of, it's like a mix of, like, leather with, like, with, like, iron bars stuck on it. It looks like it's way too heavy for him, but he seems to be wearing it with, like, pride. Aww. Torn just nods uh, his head in acknowledgement. He nods his head back to you. I, uh, make my way over really quick and look at Jake. I go, hey. I'm really glad you didn't die back there. And even and though he... I don't know what he's saying, I feel like I get it. Yeah, but he like he like puts a hand out and like like taps you on the leg, like. Did he taps me on the leg? He taps you on the leg. He's short. Oh, okay. But he's like. Like the equivalent of like putting your hand on someone's shoulder, but he's like, "Oh, okay, yeah. I get what you're saying." Remember, and, uh, are I, tiny creatures, and you're not right, right, right. And I, I put my hand on on his shoulder instead of his head because I don't want to bring attention to his height in a negative way. And I, I just like, <laughs> I just look at him and I go, "You stay safe." And then I give him a hug. Sa- Aw, he says, <laughs> uh, which which seems to be uh, the polite, appropriate response. Okay. Uh, and so Debilica looks at you guys and he says, uh, she says, all right, everyone, we're off to Balderdash. And she starts, uh, floating away, uh, into the distance. And that is, uh, that is what I have for this session. Cool. Mm-hmm. That was, uh, yeah, that was cool as hell. Um, that was different. Do they, I'm I can't believe I got hurt and we didn't technically get into combat. Did I heal? Like we slept, right? So yeah. I have my hit points back. Yeah, you're, he said you healed back up to your new current uh, hit point maximum. Oh, thank yeah, God. Yeah. That would have been terrible. Um, okay, I'm I'm really sorry about this, but it's been in my head this whole time. Um, I know, I I know that we agreed not to share any of our locations because of safety. But are any of us at all near the collapsed quarter? Mm-hmm. I am. Really? Um, that that's great. Can you can you check it out? Uh, that might be a bit complicated. What are you, a coward? Just go and check it out. Strox, Manny, calm down. Yeah, I'm I'm in a rad bunker right now, guys. Um, I barely have the equipment to suit up and and survive the radiation enough to check out the collapsed quarter. 
It's worth the risk. Whoa, no. Oh, hey, man. No. It's, like, it, that's dangerous. We just had, like, a really nice moment together. What the hell are you doing? Seriously, Manny, what did they do to you? You can't just go on deciding other people's lives like that, Manny. How could you even possibly- They took everything from me! They took everything from all of us. Guys, we all- Lost some. I just you don't, don't understand. We just had you like a really good study. experience with each other, and then you had to go and make it into something that you it doesn't have right to be. Guys? Yeah, where are you at right now? You're surrounded by a bunch. Of... Yeah, I lost stuff too. Okay, we all lost something. Guys, just give me some time. I'll figure it out. haven't left like that in in hmm now for the moment you've all been waiting for how is it that you can use your drones well our beloved overseers here at Potroblat have several hundred recognizant drones left over from the encroacher war we will be sending each of you a passcode in your proto-mail that will give you temporary event access to your drone, along with a cute character backstory. For example, I got my passcode early, and I can tell you my drone is named Snuggles. His favorite fuel type is Radon, and he has 40 Confirmed kills. Aw, they gave him little googly eyes. We have set up a course for you that looks exactly like a broken down city. And what's more, you will be able to find virtual targets. Now, for your fancy, these targets can be made to look like almost anything. Want to burden down a forest of pixies? Go for it. Want to set as many dogs on fire as you can? Yes, please. There will be something for everyone, all made for your comfort. We will release more details in the coming weeks, but I hope to see you all there, which I should because the overseers have deemed it so. Stay tuned for the delightful wails of sacrifices to the burning men festivals of our past. Thank you, and keep living your dream. Hey, Jmark Accento again. Just wanted to say thank you so much for listening to that episode. Uh, we're getting ready to go into our next big arc, which means that there will be a lot of opportunities to have your name on the show. So don't forget to send out those tweets, those Facebook messages, make those Instagram posts. And also, I wanted to mention early on, but if you listen to the end, here it is. Uh, not everyone has a home to go to for the holidays. And so if you have dear friends who maybe not have the best home life, maybe not have the best relationship with their family for whatever reason, whether it be uh, their sexuality or some choices they made in life, um, be there for them. Uh, may, be the person that shows them that they are loved and they are cared for, because while this is a time to celebrate, it is also a time to share love. 
Um, thank you again for listening to the episode. If you want to join our Discord, links are on our Facebook page. Uh, we have an ever-growing community. Uh, we have opportunities to play Fallout 76 with everyone, Overwatch with everyone, stuff like that. Uh, we're actually doing a Fallout 76 run uh, with me playing as Twilight. Uh, and I named my char- my in-game character Debilica, which is uh, just my kind of goofy little thing. And uh, yeah, our next episode will go live in two weeks. So December 7th. And uh, that episode's already recorded. So we already have some character names in there and some new things popping up. And uh, we've been doing a lot of talking through how we can make the show better and better. And I hope you've enjoyed it. Anyway, uh, that's it from me. I will see you all soon online and listening and all that good stuff. And uh, yeah, I'll see you later. And remember, the overseers are always watching.